Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Coming up on today's podcast. Karen gets to judge me about the snacks I feed my family. I've got my coffee and I am here to listen. (laughs) Super annoying. This is the kind of stuff you can expect for the next hour. Oh, you're fidgeting with something. I'd like to talk to you about our lovemaking. Hey, be gentle with the podcast listener. I mean, I'm a thief. Oh my God, I'm so nervous on the inside to even say this. I am good at math. (laughs) I'm tall. What advice would you give yourself as a newlywed? I talk a lot. Bless her. So this one is called Date, Mary Kill. Don't take pictures that you don't want shared and have them back above up to the iCloud. <laughs> I just want to be Morgan Freeman. And here it is, the Holderness Family Podcast. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. So we are that YouTube Facebook family that you may have heard of. And if not, that's okay. That's okay. That's super cool. It means you're living your best life. It means that you have not been sucked down the rabbit hole of useless family (laughs) comedy. For those of you uh, who have seen us, this is a little bit different. This is a podcast. Now, we still are going to laugh. We're still going to poke fun of ourselves. But we're also going to go down a couple of more... Uh, intellectual lanes. Well, we want to make you think. We want to make you think. And we um, listen, we are passengers on this flight. We are trying to live a better life. And these conversations, they help us. And we hope they help you too. Yeah, Yeah. And we're learning with you guys. Okay. That's a big part of this. One of the things we're learning about is how to grow our podcast audience. And there's really one major thing, two major things. That you can do four major things. Let's but let's been, say eighty-seven. But things. we've also learned recently just to do one of them at a time. <laughs> so just hit the subscribe button and leave a review. That's two things. That's two things. But do both uh, for uh, for iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can definitely leave reviews on iTunes. And the more you guys hit those buttons. The more people see us and the more likely it is that we can continue to do this. Yeah. And it feels so. And this is very, again, like I would die of thirst before I asked you for a glass of water. So know that I die a little bit on the inside when I ask anybody to like, oh, follow our podcast. But like it. That's, re- that's I, the voice that you. That I know. You think. Okay. Yeah. That's the. Everyone eh. does it. I know. Right? But I feel weird asking anybody to do anything for me. But if you don't You mind, have no problem asking me to do things, I mean, by the way. Literally. By the way, I asked Penn to get apples at the store and he came back with pomegranates 
<laughs> and apples. And apples. Um, apples that were eight pounds a piece. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll cut this for our family of 12. But then a pomegranate, I'm like, do you know how hard it is to like gut a pomegranate? I didn't know that. They, I just know that I had some pomegranate uh, juice last week and it was delicious i, I did not realize you that you have to your own juice yeah you have to go to med- medical school to learn how to like <laughs> dissect a pomegranate and anyway wow so this, this is the kind of stuff you can expect for the next okay. hour okay what's the deal with pomegranates <laughs> but no okay um great i we usually do this after we do the episode yeah it's fine you're doing a great job Okay. Oh, but I see this is the part where we're supposed to say coming up and then we already know what we talked about. Right. All right. So um, coming up, I don't know. Coming up, (laughs) fill in the blank. No, coming up. We're talking about going deep with your spouse and about how to have more meaningful meaningful conversations in a very user-friendly, easy way. And I promise, promise, promise this is going to make you... Better. And I say spouse. I mean partner. So um, you don't even have to be married. See how user friendly we are. Just to, I. This will help you feel more connected to the person you share space with. And our guest today is, is nobody. Is it's just us? Kim. Kim. Well, Kim has become an expert on this, and she's going to be your uh, influencer. And I'll probably jump in and, and influence. Some, I'm going to influence. I'll you. add some stuff. Okay, Karen. So. If you're on the treadmill, I want you to kick it up a couple notches. Okay, time to get in that push pace. Ready? And three. Two, one, go. But first, we want to thank our good friends at Care Of. They support us, so please, please support them. Winter Blues, we're done with that, right? You you tell me. You're the Winter Blues expert. I know. Well, the sun is shining right now, so it's time to get back into that routine, to feel your healthiest. Give yourself that extra boost this season. You know, more energy, better sleep. And that's when we turn to our friends at Care Of. They have a fun online quiz. Uh, They ask all all about your diet, your health goals, lifestyle choices. only takes five minutes, and it has personal scientifically backed recommendations for vitamins, protein powders, and more. And it's new and improved. And, uh, yeah, it's it's all easy and convenient. They send you every month. They send you these personalized packets, and it's like you just take the little packet, and it sits on on our counter. And so you're reminded to take it every day. I feel like it helped you get through the winter blues, by the way. I I, I think so. I, I you know it's one of those things where I do feel I do feel better and I do feel good. So I'm yeah, I think it really it really does. So it's super easy, it's super convenient, and again, this like online quiz is super fun to take. So I always love learning about myself. So go to takecareof.com, enter promo code Holderness, H O L D E R N E S S for fifty percent off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter promo code Holderness. Sometimes it's hard for me to say my name. It comes out Olderness, but it's Holderness. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go heavy on that. <laughs> for yeah. 50% off your first care of order. Okay, so why don't you start us off, honey, and do the middle part and the finish. Why don't you do all of it? <laughs> I mean, I've got my coffee, and I'm here to listen. I, I get concerned because so much of our marriage, and I think so much of many relationships at the stage we're in, is air traffic control, and I've used that term before because it's yesterday, for example, like one kid had a tennis match, and then another kid had a tennis match. By the way, is there a worse sport as a parent? You, okay, you and I are going to differ on this. Okay, we'll talk about this later. I I, I had a euphoric week, weekend watching my kids try their hardest and feel great about themselves, I and sometimes feel bad. So anxiety ridden. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Oh, but I, by the way, I did it. 
I did an Instagram post saying, oh my gosh, watching tennis is the worst. Then everybody came back at me and I'm realizing tennis is not the worst. First of all, beams are like four inches wide. So gymnastics parents, like I can't imagine my child like doing a flip on something that's four inches wide. Oh, I have anxiety watching that. I know. I don't even know the kids that I'm having. And fencing. Your kids are getting stabbed. Kids... Kids, and then kids do fencing. Yes. And then horseback riding. I'm like, yeah, you could be squashed by this like one ton animal. So I'm like, yeah, Wait, so, so so actually <laughs> tennis isn't the worst. Yeah. Basically, they're parents who are training their kids to be on Game of Thrones, <laughs> like fencing and horseback riding. Our kids mead would production. lose the Game of Thrones. That's, they would be they, okay. they are in like the waspiest tennis clubbiest sport ever. Oh, they, no. Horseback riding may have you beat there. I don't know. Anyway, I was very against our kids taking up tennis, and then they did. Whatever. Um, so I think so much of our marriage goes like – and then we had a birthday party to get to, and this is this. So And that we forget to have real conversations, but we don't forget anymore because this is what we do. We do spend five minutes a day. We do. We do. On these – just you do that. You can do these catch up conversations, but what happens when that's, that's not catch up the condiment? That's to catch up. And and then there's the mayonnaise conversation right. and the mustard conversation. This is going great today. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll say I'll give you about a B minus so far. Well, listen, you've been great, but I'm a little scattered. Yeah, you I've are. had a lot of coffee. I think back to the show. I do believe that marriages and relationships fall apart. When you don't go deep together. Figuratively speaking. <laughs> oh my God. So <laughs> People I, listen with I their fully, families. I fully agree. I, I do. I believe that we talk about a lot of small things, but there's a danger in not taking a deep dive in a figurative way um, with your partner. Again, I've said this. My parents split up when I went – I left for college and then – Soon after they split up, I think. But by the way, they're remarried very happily to other people. And I think they now are in different. I think they relationship different now. And I think yeah. they got so busy raising us and getting us out of the house and that they probably forgot to talk to each other and, and go deep. Um, so I am obsessed with not repeating the cycle because statistically our marriage is a little more percentage wise like we are more likely to get divorced because i am a child of divorce so i take it very seriously like maintaining our marriage so we have these like we have these five minute daily talks and there's a little bit of air traffic control but we always ask some like deep dive fun questions and then on date night sometimes you can sit down if you're lucky enough to go on a date night where you Right? Like you just start talking about like the kids or the work or the whatever, and you don't know what to talk about. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Allergies, pollen. I will say this. Uh, for us, like not only are we statistically more challenged when it comes to, you know, you, you and your history, I think that we have challenges because we work together as well. Right. So separating that those intimate kind of deep dive moments from the rest of our lives that we we figured it out but there were times that we were not very good at that yeah where we would be in bed it would be five minutes before going to sleep and i would say hey honey we have to make sure and do this that this and that and this and that and i'm sorry what, you're what, fidgeting what? with something and it's really what are you fidgeting with I'm not, oh these yes i can hear that okay it's super annoying I'm, 
He's okay. rubbing two quarters together. <laughs> like it's, he's making a wish on something. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome right. to our marriage. Guys. So this is, this is not something that you want to do <laughs> during your, during your conversations. You don't, you don't want to mess with quarters, gentlemen. And probably if you're the other person, you maybe want to either put up with it. Well, I, or, I kept doing, okay. Hey, it was bothering on. you. I'm okay, sorry. It was bothering okay. me. Sorry. Um, what, what I was saying, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was really getting into a no, good moment. No, like statistically, we're more yes, apt, yeah. and we work and, together, and, and we work together. And yes, and so there, there is this famous Sunday night conversation that we had where Kim was about to go to sleep, and I'd be like, "Oh, we need to do this, that, this, that, and this, and that tomorrow," because my brain was like trying to get ready for the next day. And that should have been a time for us to spend with each other, to not think about work, to unplug and to talk to each other intimately about whatever it is. And again, when you talk intimately, I don't think that means like, I'd like to talk to you about our lovemaking. Like it's not, <laughs> that's not what it is. It's looking each other in the eye and talking about hopes or dreams or, I mean, even like a, even just, like a funny story that has nothing to do with work that happened to you recently, just connecting on some level. Um, eat, and also learn about what your partner likes to talk about because we have these intimate moments and we don't necessarily always want to talk about the same things. Kim loves it when I talk about where I see us five years from now. Oh my gosh, that is so hot. I hate that. I know. Because I am happy with where we are. I yeah. am like, I see us exactly like this. If we're like this in five years, I will be psyched. Yeah. And so that exercise doesn't really do it for me, but I have learned how to... Fake it? No, I'm kidding. No, no. I've, I've learned how to really try and, and push for higher goals uh, because that's what my my wife likes to talk about, and we can connect in that way. So I think part of this is you know you put together a list of these questions and things you want to talk about. I think you want to give equal time to each person about what they want to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Because when it comes down to it, we all want to be seen. Every single person and heard and heard, yeah. and heard. And I think the the people of the internet when they leave a lovely comment like that's why I love to reply or people on the internet when they leave something like really trolly and terrible I think these people just want to be seen we all like that is the end of the at the end of the day and if you can meet your partner with like how they like to be seen like I like to be seen and heard when we talk about those big things and you like to be seen and heard when you can make me laugh and tell a funny story. So I think it's a big deal when you can talk about the big things. I think we should preface this also with these are peacetime conversations, right? Yes. So we have talked about this before. There's there are peacetime conversations and there are wartime And there are wartime conversations. conversations. Yeah. So when there are, although I do think a mature relationship, you ask for what you want. I do think you have to have the, there are, there are, there are fights every single couple has, but this is not, these are not those, these are not those topics. And there are things I know because we've been married long enough that I know will set you off. And these are not those, <laughs> this is not this, this is not the time to talk about budget. This is not the time to talk about like, you know, how much money I spend on shoes. These are like the, this is the joy of going deep. So let's do it. Yeah. I've, we've never written this down before. I think we've, we've sort of naturally done this out of, I don't want to say desperation, out of duty. Yeah. Of the, the need to make sure that we're connecting because we've had enough people tell us this. And then we've also had enough positive, I think, results from this that we know that it needs to be done. Yeah. So here are like, 
I'm going to say 10 questions that you can ask to get the conversation going. There is endless options and uh, and ways to extend the conversation. So the first thing um, I like to ask is, when do you feel most loved by me? Like, when do you feel most seen? And I think that that goes into the love languages, right? So... Um, and there's, I think there's ways, if, if you're doing this on a daily or on a weekly basis, there's a way to make that a little more specific. Right. Which is like, tell me about a time in the last few days when this happened. And... Tell a story. And if you can't come up with something, then you know that, okay, maybe it's time to make this person a priority. As simple as like bringing them their morning coffee, um, yeah. which I did not do today. I should have brought you coffee. No, but you did send the kids up to wake me up. <laughs> No, but I did that have was, the kids jump on you. Um, that was no. I love I love when the kids wake me up. Um, so you can you can sometimes you can tell mm-hmm. in the first five seconds of being awake how your day is going to go based on how your kids wake you up when they come tearing in. Like if they come tearing in, like Daddy, it's going to be a great day. That's usually a good sign. Yeah, when they come in and do this. <laughs> hey, that'd be gentle with the podcast listeners. Um, but that's what I got this morning. And Charles had a bit of a cough. By the way. Honey, when do you feel most loved by me? Uh, you're asking in the last couple of days. Yeah. When I felt most loved? Well, you came home from a vacation. It was not a vacation. You were in a Verbo house with 12 other women. It was a work, it was a conference that we can talk about there later. There was karaoke. I did not go to it. That's your own problem. I know. It, it was fun, but it wasn't It wasn't like a vacation. Anyway. I felt, you know what? I felt most loved by you this week when you sent me a text saying, I only do karaoke with you. Aww. Because there, you were, there were like 12 girls going to karaoke in Nashville and you didn't go. And I'm like, what? You love karaoke. Can we talk about your, I know this is meant to be like teaching relationships and doing deep dives and stuff, but how, what an artist you are at the art of karaoke. Mm. Well, I have, I have a mentor. Yes. I have someone who I have followed for many, many years and have tried to steal his uh, style. Style, And I don't know his last name. It's the Dan Band. But his first name is Dan. Yeah. It's whoever that guy is. The so, Dan Band. He's yes. hilarious. Yeah. I've basically, I learned, a, a, I mean, I'm a thief. I learned about 15 years ago that if I just tried to totally replicate his performance from old school mm-hmm. of Total Eclipse of the Heart that I was going to shut the place down. Yeah, uh, and so there are some not so nice words in there, not so family friendly. Yeah, but words they're that we important to the performance. Yeah, but we won't we won't sing. Maybe at the end of the podcast, we'll have pen karaoke. We could. My, I'm, I've got some allergies, but we can give that. You can a go. suck it up. But okay. basically, what that guy does is he a he commits in every single song, mm-hmm. and b he finds songs that you know, like a middle-aged white dude shouldn't be singing. Yeah. And he crushes it. Yeah. So that's, you won't ever hear me sing uh, a, you know. Honky Tonk. Alan Jackson song or anything No, he's like always that. singing Total Eclipse or um, Fame is a new one or Gloria. Or or an Italian opera. Like yes. you look for things that you don't want to sing. Okay. So at the this end of the podcast. This is not helping with our intimacy. No, no, no. At the end of the podcast, Penn yeah. will sing. Very good. Okay. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. When do you most feel loved by me? Hmm. In the last week. In the last week, you... I know the answer. What? Sorry, go ahead. What do you think it is? It's going to be something that I cleaned up probably. You you know what it is? Mm-hmm. You went grocery shopping yesterday. Yep. 
and I mean, Acts you came back. Service. You came back with pomegranates <laughs> instead of apples, but um, you went grocery shopping. You know what I'm going to do today? What I'm going to make you some bleeping pomegranates. <laughs> I don't care if it takes me all afternoon. I'm going to make a delicious pomegranate. Granite. I don't even know how to say it. Dish for you. A dish. Okay, guys. I'm going to post a picture of that. That's right. Okay. Um, so another thing um, I would say, and this is this is just kind of a conversation starter, and I think it's bizarrely bizarrely hard. Ready? Say three thing, nice things. Give yourself three nice compliments. So say three nice things about yourself. You need to tell the context of this because I thought it was a very creative way um, this weekend that uh, that Emily, we can say Emily's Yeah, name, right? yeah, yeah. And we'll talk more about it. Yeah. I made a friend and she was on this podcast. Um, her name is M. Sexton right. and she hosted this really cool little a getaway for you know focused on like female entrepreneurs to Vacation. like grow a business it was not a, we worked really hard and um you know focused on like growing a business and i was just super curious and also it was great to get clarity but one of her exercises was like write a list of nice things about yourself it was bizarrely bizarrely hard um so i'm adding this to our list of normal questions but hey pen say three nice things about yourself Give yourself three compliments. It's uh, really hard. I know. But you have to stand on a chair, right? Wasn't that part of the... No, that was something That was else. a different thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so I am currently trying super hard. To, no, that's not good. Don't qualify it. Just say three nice okay, things I'm, about I'm, I can, I'm known to be sometimes funny. You were very funny. Okay. This is hard. It's insanely uh, hard. I am good at math. And that serves us on a day-to-day basis. And I'm not yet bald. No, that isn't like I I have um I'm tall. Honey, that's no. Say something else. I don't like this. I know it's hard. I love my wife. Does that work? Um, no. <laughs> okay. I'm getting better at at tennis. <laughs> Oh, my God. You suck at this. <laughs> I'm a good dad. You are a great dad. I'm a good dad. dad. I'm a good dad. You're a great dad. I think. Am I a good dad? You're a great dad. Okay, that sucked. I don't like this part of the hey, exercise. No. What, what, what good does this do? It Because, honey, we so everything in our lives is to, like, create doubt. And those bad things come to us without a problem, right? Yeah. I, How many negative things do you think about yourself in a day? Plenty. Plenty. So we need to kind of counteract that. Okay. I love I and love I, this exercise. And I hear you, but where do, why does that fit into like an intimate conversation with your spouse? Because I think that it's if you are in a better frame of mind about yourself, you can you can be a better partner. When okay. you believe in yourself, when you feel better about yourself, you are a better partner. Okay. And it's and it's also I I think it's really eye opening to know what you appreciate about yourself. You have more confidence in yourself. Okay. And so what I've learned is there's like nothing you like about yourself really. No, I just don't want to talk about it. See? Like uh, my my feelings and con- I've learned that my feelings and confidence should stay inside me. No. <laughs> um because I'm very confident in myself. Like if you really wanted me to say like I have a thousand nice things I can say about myself. I just don't think anybody else wants to hear it. I want to hear it. They, the people of podcast land don't need to hear it, but I want to hear it. I mean, we can talk about this later in our five-minute conversation. Okay. Just so you know, this is something we haven't done yet, the three nice things. We're going to try it. I think maybe we should give advice not to weaponize 
this nice thing. So if instead of like saying like, I clean up the house. No. Like, don't don't yeah. do it that way. Say, so say it in a, in a way about yourself that doesn't uh, shed light on the shortcomings of your, of your spouse. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Awesome. We're, we'll give this one a go. Okay. Um, what, and another question um, that I, what is the best advice you've ever been given? That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, what do you miss most about childhood? That's a really good That's one. That's a really good one. Because isn't that kind of what what you should start doing more of? Yeah. The farther and, and, away and you so get. That, and so these are all kind of conversation starters that help you dive deep in a very peaceful, peaceful way. Well, I, I kind of like, I would like the answer to that one. What do I miss most about childhood? Yeah. Funny story. I don't remember a ton about my childhood. Isn't that weird? Is, I, I didn't have an abusive childhood at all. Like, mm, okay, I, I no, I think you. there was like some the normal. Like, I think half the kids in the country are parents or are children of divorce, right? So I think right. there was a lot of like screaming and fighting. So not not an abusive, but there were some traumatic. Yeah, and, and between my parents, not at us, not of at course, us. Like they were lovely, lovely parents, but there was a lot of like screaming and fighting. So there was a lot of me like hiding in my room, but. Um, but not in a bad way, mom, if you're listening. Um, so I don't actually remember a lot. What I do, I have very, very fond memories of like, why am I crying? It's like my grandparents' house. And like they have, a, they have a swimming pool and my grandmother, who's still with us, had this like jar of um, orange slices, like the candied orange slices. And my mom's like, don't eat those. It's too much sugar. And then my grandmother would sneak them to me. And I'd have like wrinkly fingers with like chlorine hands. And like, those are like very specific. And everybody was there. Yeah. Yeah. There so, was. And, and so this was every week, right? Yeah. No, all the time. So like my grandparents were like parents, you know, they raised us, you know, they were like another extra set of parents. So so the good thing is when you ask, when you have these conversations, you can start crying, which is great. No, I'm kidding. I'm done crying now. Three, two, one, done. But yeah. So, but it's like a cool opportunity to get to know somebody and see them cry. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why Why do you apologize for crying? You so do this emotional. all the time. No, I, I mean, would you like me to take a, I'm not going to analyze you, but I know what? that you very finely remember those moments where there was a big family that all got together and said exactly what was on their mind and it was all out in the open and your your grandmother and your grandfather were driving the bus and probably 30% of the things said would be totally inappropriate right now because that's how conversations were 30 years ago but it was a big imperfect family all getting together and and expressing their emotions no. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. Try, who's trying? <laughs> no. Really? No. Because no, there wasn't, no, it wasn't fighting. There weren't, I didn't there say fighting. fighting. I said ex- like saying what was on your mind. I, I've been, to, listen, I got to the tail end of some of these weekends. I got to see some of them um, when we first met. And it was everybody just saying how they felt. And everybody respected everyone else. Everybody loved everyone else. It was a dumpster fire. It always lasted two hours longer than you thought it did. It was a dumpster fire in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I had these moments in my family, but they were way less frequent. They were probably once every, you know, mm-hmm. once or twice a year. You had that. You had that extended family get together every single week to the point that that extended family, I think, was your immediate family. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, I miss I miss riding my bike um, around the neighborhood. Uh, and not having to tell anyone where I was, and not wearing a helmet, probably. and not wearing a helmet, and <laughs> uh, and just like saying, you know, d- you know, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go there, mm-hmm. and I think I missed that because it was my first sense of independence, um, and it's also, I mean, you can be nostalgic about it because that doesn't happen anymore, not not in most Our neighborhoods. Kids don't, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Lola walked to a friend's house that is less than a mile away. Yep. Yeah, and and went to a really really seedy part of town, a church playground, <laughs> that made Kim very nervous. No, but she was walking home by herself, and I was like, um, "I need to find out where exactly you are." Facetime me on your walk. Can we talk? Can we talk, the the, can we talk through like what really happened here? And this is a compliment to you, okay? This I love this about you because if it weren't for you, our kids we like they would probably our kids have, would have a better sense of self, they have more confidence because their mom wouldn't hover. No, I'm the worst. No, they might not be alive still. So like, <laughs> let's just give you credit for that. But so Kim walked to a church. Sorry, Lola walked to a church playground. Kim had me call her. She didn't answer her phone because she was, you know, playing basketball and you can't play basketball with a phone. And uh, and then Kim asked me to drive by and see her. Well, I didn't know where she said she was going to a friend's house, and then they were. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't know where exactly she was, and I need to know. So I this. did the drive by. 
which was really, I mean, when you, when there's like a 12-year-old, it's just a little, it gets a little awkward. And then, yeah, and then some strange man circling around. No, I just need to know where my children are. I'm sorry. I used to be a news reporter. Before you hit me, it is like, you're in helicopter mom. Like, I used to be a news reporter, and I covered the worst things that happened to little girls by themselves. So Right, and then compound on top of that with you find a way to go on the internet and find something that happened in a different country to a girl who was... No. Uh, Lola's age and, and no, remind me I, of it. No, anyway. No? No. Okay. But just, I... <laughs> we'll be like lying in bed and you'll say, have you heard about this 12-year-old in Sioux City, Iowa? No, but so I know, but the 12-year-old Sioux City, Iowa might as well just be my 12-year-old. I so I love them all. Okay, going up next. Um, I'm updated. Oh, what advice would you give yourself as a newlywed? Like, what advice would you give your newlywed self? Uh, you want to go first? Um, we don't even have to answer this. These are okay. just cool prompts I, that we can give our people. Well, I, I think we should show the ability to have this conversation. Okay. Um. Oh, a shut up. <laughs> That's my advice. No, you. Yeah. I talk a lot. No, you, you shut don't. Up, like, no, you don't. What? No, you don't talk a lot. That's the most ridiculous thing anyone has ever said about me. And I'm not just saying uh, shut up when talking to you, just in general, like at a party, at work, just shut up. How about instead of shut up, and this is where like maybe I shouldn't try shut to Shut up and listen. Just listen. Well, maybe for, not shut up, it's listen. For, for me, in order to listen, I have to stop talking. Okay, step one. So it's a two-step process? Yeah, I'm not telling anyone else to shut up. I'm telling myself, like, if, if there's anyone you can tell to shut up, I think it's yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So that's my advice. Shut up. Just listen more. Yeah. I just corrected. I just. Yeah. You just corrected my own advice to myself. Yeah. Is that, is that something that uh, this is your expertise podcast? Is that something you would recommend to people? <sighs> <laughs> Guys, we're learning here. Um, I, I think to my younger self, I would say just chill out. I, I am very, um, I, I, I've talked about my anxiety, um, but I get a little anxious about things I don't need to be anxious about. And I, I would just chill out. And I give myself that. It, it's funny. If somebody told me to chill out, I would get real, real angry, but I can give myself that advice. Yeah. You know, I, I really like this question and I'm going to tell you why. Thank you, honey. I do. It's a great one because this is a much more roundabout way for you to give yourself a compliment. I don't like the say three nice things about yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll try it because it's just kind of a on the nose kind of thing. This is a this is a backdoor way to say here's one great thing that I have learned in the last fifteen years. Mm -hmm. You know, because I've learned to listen a little better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see if that if that if I could sneak that one through. But and, and you have learned to manage some of your anxious feelings and and how to and sometimes chill out. So sometimes we just out. gave ourselves I, I don't backhanded I, compliments. Okay, we'll see. Okay, another um, fun prompt. Another fun prompt. Uh, what scares you? And um, again, this is this is meant to be a peacetime conversation, so you don't need to go like super right. duper deep, but. Um, yeah, I have like a serious answer and then I have a like a more literal answer. Mm -hmm. My serious answer is I'm always scared that my wife will leave me. It's irrational. We've talked about it before, but like yeah. that's that drives me 
every day to get up and do the best I can because mm-hmm. I see it happen all over the world and all over our lives. Like yeah. these, these marriages stop happening. And so I'm terrified of that. And that fear drives me to try to be the best husband possible. Now, the more literal answer is snakes. <laughs> oh my gosh, last summer. That's the we reason went, I told this. Yeah, this so we are, our, our neighbors here invited us to Wisconsin. They rented a lake house, which was, there's nothing better than Wisconsin in the summer. And so we're in a lake. And um, Do you think is, Michelle would get on the phone for us for oh this story? Oh my gosh. Let's call Michelle because she'll, <laughs> she'll have a really good... Uh, so our next door neighbor, sorry, I'm calling you. Our next door neighbor uh, is, uh, she was here. She eyewitnessed this thing. I didn't realize I was scared of snakes. He, okay, let's call Michelle. Hang on. Uh, here, you keep talking. I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll I might, and this is this where we um, tap dancing? Yeah. Because we might just, this may be just a straight edit because this is one of the best podcasts we've ever done. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're calling Michelle. I hope she answers she has the phone. A, she has a real job. Hello. She, Michelle. Hi. Hi. It's it's Pen Holderness. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm calling you and recording this conversation for our podcast. You are. <laughs> are you are you okay with that? Sure. Awesome. So we were just we were having this conversation about what scares you, and I had like a a deep long answer about it, but then the more direct answer was snakes. <laughs> So we were you just are scared of yeah we, we were hoping you would tell the story and um, about wh- how you know that I'm scared of snakes. <laughs> well, um, we were up at the cabin and we were coming off the boat um, and walking along the dock and we're having a nice little chat and out from under the dock comes a black snake <laughs> and you scream like a little girl. <laughs> And you push me in front of the snake. <laughs> this is how I know you're afraid of snakes. <laughs> and I don't remember pushing anyone in front of the snake. That's like the other part. And then we got back and had a couple glasses of wine. And Michelle's like, you threw me in front of the snake. <laughs> what kind of man does that? A very um, scared man, apparently. <laughs> that is my man. Um, oh, Michelle, that was perfect. That was the perfect take uh, on what happened. Thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. Okay. <laughs> ne- next time we'll let you tell the story about um, how I thought uh, how I thought I was famous, but then I really wasn't in the doc. Like we'll, 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 we'll save we'll save that one for later. Also a fun one. Okay. Bye, Michelle. Bye. Okay. So I threw a, a, a woman who I know sort of pretty darn Actually, well. Can I in, in in front of me? In your defense, Michelle is way tougher than you. <laughs> so. I mean, she obviously grew up around some type of snakes. I had just never seen that kind of snake. It was, it was a like a harmless garden yeah. snake. We, we were in Wisconsin. I don't, I don't know if you could tell by her lovely accent, but we were in the northern part of the country. So, by the way, that little ding that came up is an alert that our daughter has a quiz on Wednesday. I don't know how we signed up for these alerts from our school, but I don't need to know these things. We kind of do. I know. All right. I love that. That's going to be a different podcast about how to ki- help your kids with your their homework. Yeah. Okay. So, thanks for joining us, Michelle. What's Scares you, honey. I, I this is where I go very deep. I I think I have this fear of getting to the like the end of, of like the end of my days and thinking, like, I wish I would have tried harder, <laughs> or I wish I like I w- I, I I fear. That's having, a re- is that a fear or a regret? No, I think I fear having regret. Oh, I guess so. Like right now, I got you. I, yeah. I I fear not f- being like. I, I think that, that we have 
everybody has great, great potential. And I fear not doing enough. I think we have very, we're very ambitious and we have like these crazy hopes and dreams that are scary to say out loud. And I, if we don't get there, I'm, I'm, I fear that I will have regret and that's not, yeah, that's the fear. I'm, I, I, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. We've had this conversation before. A lot of these are questions we ask on on, on the reg. Um, and so this is where you're supposed to come up with two pen. Oh, we're gonna do are, we on, are we on nine and ten? Okay. I think so. I think I, I've got... I've oh, got, actually, I have another one. Oh, well. So this, I guess... Well, this do, one, I get, do I get a couple <laughs> Do no. I get a couple questions? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. You can do. You can do one. I feel like I should get a couple questions. You said you you said this was for partners. You've taken eight of them. You're about to take another one. I planned the podcast. Yeah, but I've got plenty of questions I'd like to ask. For the love, go. All right, so this one is called Date, Marry, Kill. Oh my god! I'm kidding. That's not. um, No, I I I would say describe your perfect day. Uh I think that I, I like thinking about. It's interesting. You like thinking about describe five years down the road. I like thinking about like right now, what's the best that it could possibly get for you. So, and what that says is, um, is that I, you know, I try to appreciate the moment as much as I can and I'm probably not very, um, I don't have enough foresight, but we're not talking about my shortcomings here. I think it's important that you both appreciate what's going on now and have dreams about what's going on down the road. So I like to ask about the perfect day. And it, we we have had this uh, this one, um, but this is where I will say this is when I learned that intimacy is not sexual. Intimacy is being uh, truly connected to, to somebody. Right. And we had a perfect day recently, Penn. And literally we both said out loud and we held each other's hands and looked into each other's eyes and said – this was the perfect day. And then we started throwing up uncontrollably. And then <laughs> we... With diarrhea. Then we were this in a hotel so room. This is so true. <laughs> we were in London with a, on a kid-free trip. And I think yeah. we've talked about this. And we, we even podcasted let's, from London. Let's and, go through this day, by the way. And it, it really was perfect. We checked into a fancy hotel that... And then we... We walked the streets of London on an uncharacteristically perfect February day. It was we, like 65 yeah. and sunny. Well, we woke up in the morning and we got front row seats for like face value to this musical that we've always wanted to watch. The Book of Mormon. And the lead character was from North Carolina. From, yeah. Randomly. From, randomly. We had the best lunch ever. Maybe the best meal ever. And if this five-star Michelin uh, lunch that we could only get on lunch went there this amazing Indian food and then like went to a pub and had a drink and then like went and had some street food and we were just like walking and talking and connecting do, do you remember the restaurant we got into like no one could get into the restaurant and they were like if if you can be out of the bar in 45 minutes we can seat you there yes and we that had to dinner. get out of the bar yeah. because of the musical all these things just kept I working mean it was just perfect perfect perfect, yeah. perfect. And, and, we ha- and we had some us time we had like two hours in between just like hanging out in the hotel room yeah and uh, we podcasted from there and and then we went we went back to the hotel bar, which is super swanky. We had a glass of wine and we just looked at each other like this is perfect. And then um about twelve thirty. Norovirus. Um, and then um we started taking turns uh vomiting um and with 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 the turns of explosive diarrhea. And we were in a hotel room. So you guys, you mm-hmm. will that is like you were in the foxhole there, yeah. and you are you were committed, and we were like dragging each, each other anyway. That's why I think I still say it was 
anyway, norovirus can nope. be foodborne. And so that's why I think that we ate something bad. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, we, we went, moved on. We went from the perfect day to the worst day we've ever had. But, I mean, we hit all the feels yeah. in that one day. And it was um, it was a good time. Anyway. Right. So I guess for that question, if you can manage to come up with, a, with an imaginary perfect day, you might learn a little more about your partner than just describing a good recent day. But if you talk about a recent day that maybe your partner didn't think was a perfect day, that tells you a little bit about them. Right. So, right? Right. Okay. So that's, that's one. Mm-hmm. And my second one is, and I, I ask this question to people all the time, uh, and a lot of time I ask podcast guests, but I think uh, at least ask your um, at least ask your spouse this once and maybe three or four times because maybe they'll come up with a different answer. Like, what's the most embarrassing moment you've ever had? <laughs> and that's, you know, that's a laughter kind of thing. But hearing someone tell their most embarrassing story in great detail, you learn so much about that person and you also give that person and you a chance to like let a lot of your guards down and just laugh about how life is is not perfect and it shouldn't be perfect because those imperfect moments like me throwing Michelle in front of a snake are great they're great moments oh my gosh so i think i we've we've shared if you guys have listened you know there's so many embarrassing moments I've got like that 20. i know that you you literally could ask this question every tuesday and i would have a new answer um, but after we shared our most embarrassing moments last time, we got a message and we got a message from this woman who I will never, ever name because she told me in confidence, but bless her. <laughs> this poor woman, and I cringe and die little on the inside every time I think about it, but she shared it and had, had learned to laugh about it. She had had um, like several children. And there was a um, a procedure she had to have down in her um, her lady bits. Well, juvenile? Uh, no, no, oh, no, no. Oh, it was sorry. after a kid. Okay. Okay. It was after a kid. Okay. <laughs> there are kids listening to this. So she had a procedure after her last baby. Okay. That and, and needed to be monitored in terms of recovery. Got it. So she needed to know how things were um, healing um, in this procedure. So she had taken. She needed, and it, that's a hard area to monitor say um and so she needed to track progress and so she was taking cell phone pictures and wait and okay uh, okay i'm yep. trying to be really discreet here <laughs> yeah right <Did laughs> oh my hear- god i'm so nervous on the inside to even say this did you hear that part where my brain was like oh i think i know where this is going well yeah, yeah. her darling husband um had to give a presentation for work and the files were like on icloud which her phone had been backing up to icloud and so he plugged in his iPad for his presentation oh, on no. a big screen. No, 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 yep. no, 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 no. Yep. Yep. So on a big screen, we're <laughs> healing process pictures. <laughs> and my stomach turns. And she said she said he unplugged it fast enough that maybe some people knew what was happening, but maybe not. And he just like, he handled it well by not handling it. And he just like didn't even, he was like, oh, and they didn't even. So this was a DM somebody sent you? It was a direct message. Do you yes. know this person? No. That's amazing. They're like, but they said, I've like, we've learned to laugh about it, but I would have <laughs> crawl, left, A, left the country. And possibly my husband. <laughs> like, How is it your husband's fault? Not. But okay. also, like, lesson learned, don't take pictures that you don't want shared and have them back up to the iCloud. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, 
I mean, in her defense, no one knows how to back things up on the iCloud or even when it's I going mean, there. I know. So you're like, who knows what's who on the cloud? Who knows? Who knows yeah. what's on the cloud? Exactly. Anyway. Um, my, my last one was, and we do this all the Is time. Is this 11? Because we No, that at- was, no, I, I, I had, if money weren't a worry, what would you do for a job? And we ask this to each other all the time. And, and we have different answers every single time. But what would you yeah. do? Uh, I think I'd be a teacher. Oh, my God. If you paid me a million dollars, I wouldn't be a teacher. I know. Would you be a teacher? Yeah. You'd be a great teacher. I would. That's why I would do it. It would be hard. Uh, there would be days that I would, you know, I don't know that I would teach for fourth grade boys. <laughs> I think I would find another grade. I don't know, year, um, maybe college. I don't hey, man. know. I know. I know. Yeah. So, preschool? by the way, we ask this question all the time and every time it's a different answer. I've never heard you say that. Oh, I've always wanted to be a teacher. Really? Yeah. And it, it's a... I mean, I, I think there, there. I could see myself in a universe where, if we're able to um, stockpile enough assets, that I would love to do that. Wow! Still, it's. I it, love that. It keeps you kind of awake and alive. And, Absolutely. And um, you know, uh, a lot of my favorite movies are. <laughs> oh my gosh! You just want to be Robin. I just want to be Morgan Freeman. <laughs> or I Morgan. just want to be more. I want to be Principal Clark. <laughs> Um, no, I, I do. I, I would love to go into instruction. I, I, I don't know that I'm, that I have the type A organizational skills for it. But if I was in college, don't they have like TAs that just do all uh, of my, the hard my work? My mom for you? was a public school teacher and a piano teacher, and my grand like I come from a and my cousin is a teacher, and my aunt had it was a principal. So like I come from a family of educators. See, those teachers work harder then and come at me with another profession that works as hard as teachers i don't know one so uh and anytime i volunteer in the kids school i need a nap afterwards so that's why i say um yeah yeah no but you so, are super high energy and you 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 do a great am, job and, and you see what my pits look like after 45 minutes of teaching sunday school music oh my gosh he taught sunday school yesterday and um, i'm exhausted afterwards yeah it's bonkers and but but i, t- I here's the thing i love it I know. I see like a positive effect that I'm having on an impressionable young, impressionable is the wrong word, on a on a you know an eager young mind, and that is like when like when the little girl called you on singing the same songs over and over again. I mean, she was right. <laughs> I was not prepared this week. I was running back and forth. I mean, this we're kind of going full circle to this weekend. Our our kids had a, a tennis tournament, and they had to be in two different places. And our kid had a birthday party, and then I also had signed up to teach church music. So I w- went to the tennis tournaments dressed like uh, Colonel Sanders in like Southern. Um, oh my gosh, you had like a button-down shirt. You weren't Colonel Sanders anyway. I felt like it in the, ten- in the tennis court. It's like, yo, come over, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you blended in, basically. They, they, I think all of the kids there thought that I was like a scout for UNC tennis or something. Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> they, they were like, oh, there's a scout there. Nope. Um, okay. And so, um, I, I, so we're at the end of the podcast and we did say, what would your job be? I'm sorry. You keep skipping yourself. I know. Cause I feel like these are questions for people who ask their relationships. Do they really care what I have to say? We're trying to give like an example of how to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. I, and this does change often, but I would, I would be some sort of, you know, I started my career as a reporter and I was a television reporter. Um, but I would be, I would be a writer. Okay. I would be, I, I would be a writer and not 
on on the internet maybe no on the internet i would share my 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 writing on the internet but i would just i would focus full-time writing so you would do sort of kind of what you're doing now but more writing right okay well that's good that means you've got a good job Mm -hmm. because because if if you answer that question and it's kind of close to what you do if you answer that question and it is what you do good for you yeah no i by the way i love what we do yeah yeah most days (laughs) and then some days Karen gets to judge me about the snacks I feed my family. Poor Karen. I know. Okay. I interrupted you. I apologize, but I wanted people well, to Well, I know, but, but speaking of Karen, we have a Corinne from our Facebook group who listens as she's on the treadmill, and she shared a picture. And so Corinne's on the treadmill right now, and she wants a good song, and we said you would sing karaoke. Oh, pen. oh, oh. Uh, I need a guitar for that. I don't know if we have a guitar up here. I can go get you a guitar. Okay. Or we could, here, let's hit pause. Uh, it's, first of all, what do you want me to sing? Does it matter? Mm-mm. Okay. Pause. Okay. It's Penn's turn up on the mic. Penn, do we have a pen? Hey, thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming out to Senior Willy Wonka's. Everybody get off your feet. Make sure and tip your waitresses. If you got a beer, put it in your face <laughs> or something. Here we go. Gloria, you're always on the run now, running after somebody. Oh, you gotta get him somehow. I think you got to slow down before you start to blow it. I think you're headed for a breakdown, so be careful not to show it. Come on, and no, you really don't remember. song is at least three or four steps above your comfort zone. Calling Gloria! Yeah! Alright, I'm gonna have a hernia. Are we good? Can we stop now? We can stop now. I hope it was worth getting to the end of the podcast for that. I mean, that is worth waiting for, guys. Um, Thanks for... Oh, there's more. There's more. All the voices in your head You're calling Gloria <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I should not I should oh not have done this <laughs> was, I'm gonna like throw up with so many allergies Okay, thanks for listening Oh man Bye Bye 
That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.